Welcome to Richmond Kickers Weekly. My name is Daryl Grove and I'm joined by a man who received a lot of sympathetic <laughs> head nods on Friday evening. His name is Taylor Rockwell. Hey, buddy. Yeah, that is true. Uh, we went to the Screaming Eagles tailgate before the DC United game. Yes. And the few people that engaged me in conversation about the Richmond Kickers, it always ended with a like, yeah, so the Kickers... Uh What's uh, what's going on? And then it was right. a lot of that. Like, and I was like, well, you know, it's this. And you just get that sort of nod like, yeah, I remember what it's like when our team was dead last in the standings. Right, because DC had a run yep. kind of like mm-hmm. this, right? But they also weirdly won the U.S. Open Cup that year. I don't think the kick- kickers are going to do that since well, that no. falls into the losing streak uh, or the winless streak. Yeah, yeah North Carolina knocked mm-hmm. us out, right? Maybe Spe- we get their spot. We take it back. Speaking of, so we were, yeah, we were in D.C. We this were. weekend for a, the, the live show, mm-hmm. which we enjoyed. But that meant that we couldn't go to City Stadium to see the kickers take on North Texas SC. If we had been there, we would have seen the kickers' eighth game in a row without a win. Eighth USL League One game in a row without a win. And what, yeah. six games now without a goal? Mm-hmm. But that didn't mean that we didn't care. Because after after the uh, the show on Saturday, we were out to dinner, and you and I were sitting near enough to each other that we could sort of check the score midway yeah. through the game. And it was 2-0 in yep. like the 58th minute, and mm-hmm. I started to scroll back to see... When, wonder, that when did this happen? Like maybe yeah, yeah. it was late on. Maybe the kickers have fought hard. Instead, it was what two goals inside the first fourteen minutes. Yes, yeah, it was. that's pretty much all she wrote from the there. The tenth and the fourteenth. Yeah. I mean, honestly, so this wasn't a beating, right? It's not like a four 0 win. But I feel like when you can see two goals in the first fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. the, the game's weirdly over. So it's it's, a, it's like a a beating where they stop beating us. Stop stuff yeah. is already dead. I mean, look at the way they celebrate, they being North Texas, celebrate those first two goals. And celebrate is a loose term for what they do, if anything, because it's sort yeah. of a, like, you know, group huddle high fives, but it's very much a, yeah, that's what we're yeah. supposed to do. They also, I believe, played have already since played another game. I think they oh, had a really? midweek game, too, North Texas have. So they sort of maybe just had, like, a lot going on. And to be night. fair, I don't think that's about, like, their casual, their blase about scoring against the kickers. Mm-hmm. I think North Texas are just the class of yeah. the league, and they're kind of just expect to score mm-hmm. whomever they play. I really do feel like they're, they're kind of North Texas in League One are Zard and we should all kneel before them. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, yes, although that's slightly distressing because I don't know who the Superman is in this situation, <laughs> so maybe they just end up winning. I mean, yeah, yeah. Zard's going to win this this time. <laughs> should, we, should we break down those two North Texas goals? Because yeah. it's interesting from a kicker's perspective, like there's some defensive mistakes mm-hmm. that we can talk about, but there's also... North Texas kind of did to the kickers yep. what the kickers want to be doing to other teams. They, I mean, literally what they want to be doing, yes. Right, they passed the ball around the back, they possessed it, but then they broke free out of the back and then went up a gear and had kind of devastating-ish possession uh, yeah. once they crossed the halfway line. I mean, and it's, strangely, it is, and it starts from a Richmond kicker's throw-in. Uh, they put it out of bounds, there was an injury, but from there, North Texas possessed from left center back to goalkeeper to right center back to goalkeeper to left center back, they move it back and forth. Which we've and seen the kickers do many, many times. We have, yeah. but North Texas... Don't do it necessarily quickly, but they also don't do it slowly. Okay. They're doing it so, enough that so medium. Yeah, basically that they're keeping the ball moving, but it's not a like we're going to put like do it really fast and try to pull you out completely. It's more of a like we're going to slow you, 
slowly pull you out of position, and eventually one of your players will maybe overpursue a little bit. Somebody else will have to then fill that space, and eventually what happens is the kickers. Uh, I think Dennis Chin thinks he can make a play on the ball in the middle. He and gets Jata, turned. Yeah, yeah. The ball goes out to the. Jata does well to turn him and just spray it out to the right yep. backer, Jorge Almaga. Yeah, and then that's where it really starts to break down because uh, Bame comes charging out. I think he thinks maybe he'll be able to make a play on this ball. He misjudged that by about a foot, right? Yes, and as soon as he misjudges it, now he's out of position. There's a hole in the middle. Now the kickers are more spread out than they would like to be, obviously, and that's when North Texas are able to advance that ball a bit more directly. Would you agree this is all about Almaga's acceleration? Yes. Like he ba- or mm-hmm. not just acceleration, but his decision. Like Here's the mistake. Bame's overcommitted. I've got a chance to move this whole thing forward and progress the ball over the halfway line. Because he kind of accelerates inside with the ball, and yeah. suddenly, yeah, everyone's... The kickers are scrambling because that sort of Bame and Almaguer matchup is completely broken. Like Bame's been like left in the dust. And the City is, Stadium dust. This is a very depressing analogy to have to draw, but it reminds me of like when uh Der- Derek Etienne's dad, Derek Etienne Jr.'s dad, when he was like yeah. uh Derek Etienne Senior, I believe we yeah, would call him. That would be the one. Uh when he and his brother were like the coaches Darryl, of my you got it, there you go. Uh not spelled quite the same as yours. I think uh, he had a double R in there. Uh-huh. Still a Y and an L. Uh but like when they would play five V two with us and they were just so clearly better that it was was like, yeah, you want the ball? You want the ball? And then you go make a play on it and they just beat you really quickly. That's yeah. a little bit what this feels like because it's North Texas. <sighs> that's what I mean when I say they're not necessarily playing slow or fast, but it's a little bit of like bait ball almost. Of like, ah, you want it? Look, our goalkeeper has the ball. You never know what's going to happen when a goalkeeper has it. And then when the kickers <laughs> do try to play, that's when you see North Texas kind of turn yep. it on and have that technical precision. And away goes Almaguer. Yep. I think he plays it into uh, Pepe, who's back. Um, he's on the homegrown contract with FC Dallas, but he's come back on loan to North Texas. Yep. Can't say I was happy to see him in the starting lineup because he's so very dangerous. Yep. Um, but he just comes short and has a nice little layoff mm-hmm. to, I believe, uh, Damas, yep. the uh, the dangerous winger who yes. caused us trouble before. Yes, and then <laughs> almost causes us trouble again here because yeah. there's a quick one-two. Uh, and Damas, I think, is the intended recipient of the ball. With Rodriguez, I yeah. think he. I can't tell if like what goes wrong here. If he means to leave it, or I don't think he means to leave it, but if he's like trying to kind of like throw the defender off or something. But either way, he kind of overruns the ball. It goes behind him, and it seems like for the moment the kickers can now break and catch uh, North Texas. It really feels like a counter attacking yep. opportunity I'm really disappointed that the kickers weren't first mm-hmm. to the ball here and I think that might be representative of a sort of midfield combativeness problem that rather than the kickers capitalising on uh, this like misconnection between mm-hmm. uh, Rodriguez and Damas instead it's Thomas Roberts their, their sort of uh, their midfielder who just comes strolling through picks up the ball mm-hmm. Dribbles ten yards forward, shoots, scores. Yeah, I mean, right. maybe. I, I mean, not. I'm not trying to be pedantic, just to make the point. Like, I think it's more like thirty yards. Like he dribbles for a ways here, yeah. and I say that only just to say that that's more sort of like damning for the Richmond kickers. That there's this one midfielder who picks up the ball in a fairly like chaotic state. It's it's mm-hmm. like an improvised state that he finds himself in possession. He makes but a he's brave able, decision to come through and yeah. just take the ball. Right, but once he does, he can kind of do what he wants. He is dictating the play at this point. It's not like he's won the ball back, but he's taken heavy touch and now he has to over pursue because he might lose it here and he has to take yeah, a touch yeah. and then he has to it's like as soon as he kind of gets away from that in- initial amount of pressure he's kind of able to do whatever he wants because the kickers then fail to respond and I, I think if you don't mind this is like a, a good example of how the kickers are sort of reacting to things because they're trying to figure out what to do in that moment yeah. whereas this is North Texas having all the rotations down to know like oh if it comes yep. loose then I'm going to go there then this person's going to be there I, so I agree with that and I want to get into that but I also think it's a good example of um Roberts and North Texas's attitude mm-hmm. being confident and proactive because I can see if it was on the other side of the ball yeah, yeah, yeah. if there's a loose ball 
um, that you would the kickers might back off and yep. someone like Roberts who's sort of a deep line I just wheeled right? away from Daryl in my chair to emphasize the back yeah, in office because you might just think okay there's a possible counter attack we should like get ready for that yep. but instead Roberts is like no this is my opportunity to charge through and mm-hmm. take the ball and cause them some damage and I think yep. there's a real difference in essentially confidence of a team that keeps winning versus a team that keeps losing wait are you saying Thomas Roberts was confident he sure what, was. what could have given you that impression <laughs> aside from when he then dribbles at the kicker's defense right kind of faints to the right cuts to the left and has a shot from what 20 25 yards out yeah it's uh, right top of the box, yeah. just outside, right? To the back corner. It's a lovely finish, oh. but it's not helped by the defending because yeah. even Magales, who I think had a very rough, uh, at least start to the game, I'm not going to lie, I did not watch much past this because I was just sort of sad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he but, got yelled at by Maxi Rodriguez when Rodriguez had to yep. stop mm-hmm. a counterattack uh, because of a Magales giveaway. Yeah. And it was something and earlier on. Yeah, I'm going to pause there for a moment just to say that, yeah, that's something we've seen a lot this season is Maxi Rodriguez having to commit. It's after he has to commit a professional foul yeah. because Magalhães has given up possession and North Texas are there for the counterattack. That's something, a symptom we've seen of the kickers sort of having to scramble to deal with things. Yep. Here, I guess Magalhães, to his credit, doesn't really scramble that much in the sense that he kind of just maybe, backs off. Maybe and, you should have scrambled a little more. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and instead gives space and I think is so focused on not getting beat for pace yeah. that he then is just sort of, it's what we've talked about before. When you're out wide, you're worried about the winger being a little bit pacier than you. So you maybe give yourself a little bit of a cushion and if they cross, then they cross, but at least you didn't get beat wide open. Yeah. It almost looks like that's what Magalhães is doing here. Like, all yeah. right, if you want to shoot from distance, you can shoot, but you're not going to beat me. Well, isn't it also that Roberts is dribbling to the right? It's like diagonal yep. right, mm-hmm. kind of. And it looks like Magal has just sets himself defensively to yep. not let that happen. So Roberts is like, all right, if you're going to set yourself mm-hmm. there, I'm just going to cut back across you the other way. And I'm going to shoot with my left foot. And I think the mistake for me here is Magalhães should know that Roberts is left-footed, mm-hmm. right? Even if he's never seen him play before, he's seen him play for 10 minutes at this point. Like, you can tell that everything he does is predominantly left-footed, right? Even the dribble, even though he's going to the right, he's using mostly his left foot, right? Yeah. So for him to cut back across means he's on his dominant foot and wide open for a shot. It, yes. And, but, and, but it's also, like, in my mind, a little bit more upsetting because it's almost like North Texas, like... Uh, like bridge the streams of two different realities in the sense that like when this one two happens, it's a very sci-fi episode. I mean, Damas when he misses that like controlling that ball, he has made this one Thomas two. Magalhães is the one you you spotted this one. Magalhães is supposed to be marking him and has kind of bit on the one two and is out of position. And basically, Damas is going into the space where Roberts ends up going. So I almost feel like Damas is supposed to get that ball, take a touch. He's supposed to shoot from distance and score in the back corner. Yeah, and then things go awry, and then the timeline is corrected because Roberts just does exactly. <laughs> what, what uh, Damas was about to do. And if we're looking at repetitive things, uh, Magales does the same thing to Damas on the wing. Yep. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? He's, uh, when, when there's the initial break after Pepe lays... Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. He's talking lost about. it here. Yeah. yeah. Because then if Damas, I think, is able to get that touch and take it like w- just one touch towards goal, then he is shooting in the exact spot that Roberts ends up shooting from because Magales <sighs> is over-pursued. All right. It's, it is worth mentioning that Roberts is a really high-quality player, right? This is a kid who yeah. went uh, and played with or trained with Bayern Munich when Chris Richards and Brandon Savania from FC Dallas did. I'm, I'm saying this just to, not to excuse <laughs> the kickers conceding to him. Essentially, remember the name. Remember the name Thomas Roberts because you'll probably yep. see him playing for FC Dallas within a year. Slash being a pirate? Is my guess. Come on. The Dread Pirate I, I mentioned this off air to Daryl and he kind of gave me a weird look. I'm just saying, pa- Thomas Roberts yeah. sounds like he should be a pirate. Well, he should be the Dread Passer Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> he should be. I don't know if he takes the corner for the second goal for North Texas, but if so, I think it's Rodriguez. the Dread Passer Roberts. One of the Rodriguez yeah. brothers takes it. All right. Yeah. Well, then all North Texas is just the Dread <laughs> right. Passers. So do you want to talk about that corner four minutes later? I suppose um, we must. Weirdly comes from a kicker's corner. It does. North Texas counter mm-hmm. win their own corner. It's a lot of parallels here of, the, of North 
North Texas doing things the kickers are trying to do. In this case, it's uh, executing a set piece. It sure is. Yeah, there's been a lot of frustration from, say, the Red Army about the kickers taking a lot of short corners. Um, This is an example of North Texas taking a traditional lofted Mm -hmm. corner, but having a very clever set play within it that gets Callum Montgomery free. That's why he's basically wide open to to score this header off the corner. I think there's a late challenge from, I want to say, Rodriguez, but that's only because he had to scramble over Mm -hmm. because Montgomery had broken free in the box. It's a design play to make that happen. It is. I think it's a late half challenge from Rodriguez and a late half challenge from Magales because it's Magales who is supposed to be with Montgomery when this sequence begins. I hope Ivan Magales doesn't listen to this show. I mean, he didn't have a great good 15 minutes of defending. I'm guessing we're not the first ones to say this to him, would be my guess, if he is listening. Um, but, yeah, he is supposed to be marking Montgomery here. You can tell the kickers it's three around the penalty spot. Kickers like have three to defend. Yep. 3v3 man marking, right? Yeah. And it's just North Texas send two runners back across goal. Yep, Montgomery it's, uh, just gets so past them. It's Jatta and it's Evans. Yes. Yeah. And and basically the kickers are so focused on staying with their marks. I think it's uh, uh, Konar is the one who, in trying to track his runner, runs basically into Magales. They sort of have to figure out which way, who's going to go where. It's a little bit three stooges for a second. And that's kind of all it takes <laughs> Montgomery to be yards open. He's probably yeah. five yards wide open off of a corner. Not a great sign. So what was the plan from Texas? Was mm-hmm. it just that like uh, Jatta and Evans go this way and we take our markers with us and Montgomery goes the other way, but the real target is Montgomery? So it was kind of a, they were just deception runs from J- uh, Jatta and Evans? Or was the plan to screen Magales so that Montgomery could lose his marker? Or was it both? I mean, pro- probably both, but I, okay. think, I think given that the corner is put on Montgomery's head, like, yes. I mean, it's a great finish. It's a great headed finish from distance, but it speaks how wide open he is that when he gets there, he's able to basically like shape up, wait a second, makes a cup of tea, then he goes up <laughs> in the air, gets ahead to it, puts it in. Which but takes that, longer to do in the United States. It really does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, it's, uh, did you know this uh, electric water curls take longer to boil in the US than in the UK? I did not. Is that a real thing? Because so, there's a lower voltage here. And all English people get really frustrated waiting for the kettle to boil in the United States. Wow. All yeah. right. That's good to know. I uh-huh. did not know that. And it also distracted me from going down a My Cousin Vinny <laughs> reference rabbit hole. So it's very good we didn't do that. I saved you and our listeners. You really did. <laughs> Although I feel like it would definitely be more pleasant to talk about My Cousin Vinny than the result of this game. It w- yeah, it would. But at mm-hmm. least it didn't get worse. This it, is finished, <laughs> it finished 2 There's so many like unintentional... Like uh, nicknames for the kicker season in this show, there's been like we should probably also mention <laughs> is one you said, and then at least it didn't get worse. Perfect. So the standings, uh-huh. the USL League One standings, ten teams. Yep. Richmond kickers are in tenth place. They, they have twelve points, one point behind Orlando City B, but having played two games fewer. So there's that. The big news is this coming Saturday mm-hmm. at City Stadium. The visitors are Orlando City B. We've said we've we've highlighted a lot of games as. This is the game where the kickers need to turn it around. Yep. I mean, this is the game where the kickers can get off the bottom of the table yep. with a win against Orlando City B. Mm. But they need to score a goal, which they haven't done in six games. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, that would be Can't lovely. Can't win without a goal, I'm pretty sure. And, and I do think, I said this to you off air, and I would say it here, that it's also the frustrating situation the kickers are in at this point, that even if they do beat Orlando City, uh, U23s is what they're officially listed as. Are they really? Which, I don't know if they changed that. Uh, I checked it only because not accurate. Toronto FC 2 are still Toronto FC 2. Two, but Google has it as the Orlando City. Okay, U23s. Google's not the. I mean, I'm on the USL League One website, uh-huh. and it's Orlando City B. That's I would trust Google, that more than Google. That's what Yahoo wants you to think. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. We should ask Jeeves. See what he calls them. <laughs> um, 
But until we do that, uh, I will say that th- this game, even if the kickers win 2-1 or 1-0, yeah. it's great they scored. They've yeah. broken that streak. I'll be, I'll genuinely, I'll be excited just because it's been so rough the last few weeks. But I will be like momentarily happy they've scored, but then it still goes back to the, okay, so the last place team is now not the last place team because yeah, yeah. they beat the second bottom team. I think you're harder to please than I am. I will take any crumb of happiness. I mean, I think given uh, eight league games without a win, uh, last goal was May 22nd, six games without a goal, I think I'm forgiven for being a little bit oh, pessimistic yeah, yeah. about things right now. I'm just saying, if they win, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, that's fair. So fingers crossed for a kicker's win at City Stadium this coming Saturday. That is fair. <laughs> All right. Cross those fingers. All right, Taylor. Well, should we, should we wrap this up? I suppose we should. All right. Well, thank you for talking Richmond Kickers with me today. Best of luck to the kickers this weekend I feel like a little bit of luck would you know maybe mm-hmm. help them help them towards a win <laughs> is that what's been missing I mean maybe maybe right. it is um, so let's have the Red Army who have kept the faith let's have them play us out oh, yeah.